Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Welcome, everyone, to Episode 3. We hope that you are enjoying our show as much as we are enjoying providing it for you. And we look forward to bringing you so many more episodes. Indeed. Yeah, and it's still April, so our focus is still on the people, charities, and other organizations that are helping others in our community. That's right. And there are so many people giving back that we obviously wish that we could support all of them. But, you know, the best we can do at this point is get involved with as many of them as we can personally and to get the word out about the ones that we're getting involved in, as well as the ones that we can't necessarily, you know, go and get hands on with. Yeah, yeah. Um, But let's talk about Apopka for a few minutes, because Apopka is my hometown, as we talked about in one of the previous episodes. And we recently went to the health and fitness fair. You got it. No, I keep saying health and wellness. It was a health and uh, fitness fair and a pop kit was very cool. We met with some very interesting people, went through the booths, a lot of information there. It was very very informative and we are preparing to go to the Apopka Art and Foliage Festival and Angie and I both have a hard time with that word. Foilage. Not foilage. And it's We're going to go see aluminum foil. <laughs> and it's not, uh, how did I used to say it? Foliage. It's not foliage either. It's foliage. Well, that's like philanthropy. Okay. <laughs> Look, it just doesn't roll off the tongue. It really right? doesn't. Okay. But anyway, um, we've got some great episodes coming up with uh, Apopka events, with Apopka business owners and such. And I can't say too much about this yet, but we may have a collaboration type project coming up with Apopka businesses. This is something really cool and family friendly. I've never seen anything like this before. I must admit, it's not my idea. But I am super excited and honored to be part of it. And we'll talk about that more later. So I hate to be so secretive, but. I know. I can't wait when that comes out. I can't either. So So, exciting. Me too. So I'm going to launch right in to this and that. And we're going to talk about what's going on and what we've been up to. For me, I must admit that there's been a lot of time consumed with planning the podcast and events and such. Angie's been heavily involved in that, more involved than me. I mean, just taking the wheel and getting things mapped out as far as guests. And thank you so much for that, Angie. But I have been obsessing over the the software and the, I'm sort of OCD about trying to get the sound right. And so there's some monotony with that that I've been working on. A little bit. You know, that's but definitely. But it sounds great. Well, thank you. I hope everybody thinks it sounds great. I do too. But uh, so I'm sort of getting a handle on how to sort of get the workflow sort of streamlined for that. And we got to talk about Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh. Finally. It is finally back. And it was really good. It was really good. A lot happened. Spoilers? Is this going to be a spoiler? Listen. No, let's not spoiler. Let's let's, let's do non-spoiler because some people have to catch up. But But I will say, I feel like... There's a little part of me that feels like it's rushed a little. It was a little rushed. A lot of things happening. But we did find out why. Because there's only six episodes a season. There's only five left now. That's right. And I did find out the first three are roughly an hour, and then the last three are roughly an hour and 20 minutes or so. So it's like going to a movie at the movie theater. It is. It is. So I guess because it's dragged along for so long, and you know- it's going to be exciting, though. It's really exciting, but- uh, I have my bottle of wine ready for the last one. Yes, you do. And my goblet. That's right. That's right. So anyway, um, it was was great to kind of watch it come back on the air again. We're super excited about Sunday. It's the first time we've been like crazy excited. Excited for a show in a long time, so that's always fun. Oh, oh, I know what else we did. What? We went to the, um, in Eustace, we went to the amazing race for charity that they do out there, and that is a cool race. It really is. So we didn't race it, but next year we're going to race it. So what they do is, it's like, I think they say like five or six mile run that you can do, but they have like 20 plus stations that you stop at. And you can actually, you can either pay to get out of the activity that they have you going to do. So it can be like an exercise or something silly that they have you do. You can either do the event 
that they have, the challenge that they have for you, or you can donate to a good cause. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool event. It looks really fun. I think so too. I can't wait I to do it do next it. year. We're doing yeah. it. We're I mean, I think it. we went out to kind of check it out and see yeah. what it is, and I'm definitely down for doing it. It was really- we, we met some cool people out there. Yes, we did. Brian and Kelly. That's right. So Hopefully you never know listening. who you're going to meet. Yeah, it's true. And where they're where they're at. Just we talk meet, to everybody. We meet cool people everywhere. That's right. That's right. And um, the day that we launch this episode, I'm going to be doing my first 5K. That's right. The IOA Corporate 5K. That's right. Super excited for that. Yes. And I think I posted something on our social media. Come down, check it out, feel the energy. Bring some food for uh, Second Harvest Food Bank. Bring donations for all the great causes that they have going on down there. So that's right. And with this, so we'll be airing this on the Thursday morning that the event is that Thursday night. So there's still time if you're oh, hearing cool. this early yeah. in the day. I can to come get pick down. stuff up if you have donations that you want me to come pick up. I can definitely do that. That's right. And you still have time to actually partake. They have last minute signups, and uh, you know we we. I spoke to Natalie and Christina last week, and they told us that it's not uncommon for people to show up at the last minute. So That's we right. will be out there, and if you go out there, look for us. We'll we'll be looking for uh, people that are looking for us. That's right, and they already have over seventeen thousand signups already. So hey, let's get that back up to eighteen thousand plus. That's right. Come so, down last minute. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a very quick break here, but we have an amazing guest. So please stay tuned to find out who's joining us in our upcoming community call out. Hey guys, we want to encourage you to check out our friends at King Grove Organic Farm. It's blueberry season, and now through May, you can stop by the farm and pick your very own fresh blueberries. You can find out more information from www.kinggrove.com and make sure to listen to the end so that you can see how you can win your free pound of blueberries. All right. Hey guys, and welcome back. It's time for our community call out. And remember this month, we're still talking about philanthropy. I said it right that time. I think I finally got it down. What that comes down to is just helping others in need, helping your community and we have someone on today that has a passion for those in need and is taking real action in the community to make positive change. She founded an organization called Bags of Hope Central Florida, which provides food and essentials to people in need, impoverished children, and others in need as well. So join us in welcoming Rhonda Santolin with Bags of Hope Central Florida. Thank you for having Hello, me, Hello, Rhonda. Hey. How, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Well, oh. thank you for coming on. We're excited to have you. So we'll get into some questions. How does that sound? Sounds perfect. All right. So before we get into what Bags of Hope Central Florida is all about, tell us a little bit about you. What about Rhonda? Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> have you figured that out yet? <laughs> I'm still finding myself. Um, I'm a mom of four children. Um, I'm also an esthetician. Wow. Busy. Very nice. A hotel management background. Pretty common, normal, boring person. Well, <laughs> boring, really, <Nah>. please. <laughs> um, so what do you do for fun? I like gardening. I knew you were going to say that. I like that. being outdoors. You can tell you have a gorgeous yard. Thank yes, you. We're jolly. When was Bags of Hope born? Initially, it started in 2009. We were supposed to do a one-time, like, Easter-y kind of project. Hmm. Right. But once you go out and you see the needs in the community, it's hard to turn your back on them. Yeah. Makes oh, you want indeed. to do a little more. So 2009. So what? can I add? 10 years ago. Well, yeah. Years, wow. Years, 10 years. 2019. Okay. Yeah. Get it together, Angie. <laughs> so I, I was initially going to ask, you know, once it, once it started, what sort of made you decide to start dedicating your time to it? But it sounds like that just the first time you helped, that's really what made you decide that. Yeah. I, I actually was very ignorant to the needs of the community. Um, someone had mentioned that there was homeless people in our community and I was like, yeah, okay. The people that you see in the sidewalk. Right. I never, as yeah. we normal citizens, we don't usually see a lot of that. Yeah. So I didn't realize the numbers. And there, at that time, there were about 11,000 homeless people living in Central Florida. Wow. That's the documented ones. That's, yeah, exactly. 
So that's where we started in the woods of Central Florida with the homeless. We were there about two years. And then my passion is for children. Right. Mm -hmm. And I believe in planting seeds for greatness in the children. Yes. Because I really feel they have no control over anything else. Of course. Right. But maybe their education or their focus to believe in hopeful things for their future. Yeah. I love how that's the focus of this too, that, that hope is the requirement for this to work because I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. So you run the nonprofit organization. Yes. I'm a co-founder with my husband, Mark. It's a lot of work, right? A lot of work. A lot of great work. Yeah. How do you keep balanced between bags of hope and personal life and kids and your job? How do you keep all that balanced? I don't always keep it balanced, but I've learned to accept the help of our volunteer team. We have a huge team of over a hundred volunteers. Wow. Yeah, I think you said like 120, right? Yeah. That's, it's about 120 that's a, now. That's a good active number of volunteers. Yes. But I've recently just decided, let me just ask them if I need to load a truck. Let me just ask them if we need to make bags. I usually kind of just took it all on my own. Right. Yeah. And they're so happy to do it. So that's good. I'm learning to balance more. Yeah. And to delegate a little bit. So maybe yes. you're like, okay, I need help in this, this, this section, right? Yep. And then they're willing to come and help you. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's been and, great. And so your husband, Mark helps as well. Oh yeah. Do you delegate him too? Or he's, he's good at the moving parts. That was supposed I'm to be good a at funny the question, you know, <laughs> the overall big picture. Kind of I, I draw the picture and he makes it happen. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, very nice. That is awesome. So when it comes to others who volunteer or donate, do you find that there's one area where you need more help in? So you have a lot of volunteers, but is, do you need more donations? Do you need more food? Like what do you find Toiletry, is an area? Yeah. yeah. What's an area that you find you're in more need of? Right now, I would say food and toiletries are a huge concern or corporate sponsors. Corporate sponsors. So we can buy all those things tax exempt and in bulk. Yeah. And what you need because you kind of know what the needs are a little more. And sometimes we will meet a certain child that needs a certain thing, you know, so. Very specific to the child. Yeah, like underwear. Yeah. I mean, a toothbrush. (laughs) Yeah. You know. So do you take. Like what type of donations do you take? Like clothing, anything? I mean, tell me what it is that you What we need most is the food. Okay. Non-perishable food items Mm -hmm. and toiletries, full-size toiletries. Full-size. So not like travel travel bags. You need like Costco toilet paper. Yes. Like a huge thing of toilet paper. That would be a blessing. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So that's awesome. And you have a spot to store all these items? That's wonderful. Okay. So if somebody today was listening and they wanted to load up a truck and just bring it right to you, you'd have a spot for it. Absolutely. And we'd get it out immediately. Or you'd make a spot for it, wouldn't you? We, we (laughs) we're very prideful in giving it out as soon as we get it. Right. Good. Why should it sit here? Of course. Yeah. There's hungry kids everywhere. So if I get kids clothing today, I'll go tomorrow and I'll give them out. Do you find there's something that you get a lot of when it comes to donations canned, canned vegetables canned vegetables yeah so a lot of canned and we, vegetables actually we incorporated in our program a farmers market so we we definitely need fresh vegetables i love that before our programs sure which is we have a main program once a month and mm-hmm. then we have a weekly bus stop program okay so tell fresh, us a little more about the um, bus stop program well basically we go to a certain area where the buses drop off the children and a, a Mm, substandard living area. Okay. And the children are getting off the bus on a Friday, which normally would be great for most kids. Yes. But to these children, Friday is a sad day. The struggle starts and then worse. No free breakfast, no free lunch, hunger, potential. Yes. And instability. What are we going to do? We can't go out and play. This is not an area we can play. Yeah. You know, just... Even though they have loving families, even working parents, right? If there's a lack, yes, of stability, poverty gives a lack of stability. So they get a, a bag to take home that's full of groceries that can help the whole family. Yes, we at the minimal we give a snack pack and okay. fresh fruit and a juice box and water, and we ask them how their week was at school. Okay, so give and them a little positive. They run to us now. Oh, this is amazing! Wow. They get off the bus and they run. Oh, you guys are here. Oh, that's so oh, exciting. That is great. 
And that kind of just makes your day. Yeah. So I have a question though, just generally about the, um, like throughout the year, we've talked to some organizations and they talk about how like around Christmas, you know, you get a lot Mm -hmm. more donations. Do you find that, you know, when you're on the opposite end of the year, that's when you're most needing them? Is it similar for you? There's a charity season. That's what, see, that's the giving, the season of giving. It starts in November, ends in December, and then January, you're starving through October. Wow. So most charities are all digging in on those two months where I'd rather have consistent donations throughout the year. And I don't want to compete with other charities because I'm not competitive. Yes, of course. Everybody deserves some and everybody can give some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was sort of the reason for my question is just that is there, if you could ask people to step up and and maybe donate more than they normally would. And I, in my own personal life, I've been guilty of doing the whole, let's donate. It's Christmas time. Yeah, you're thinking about giving. It's natural. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if there was a specific other time that you would suggest or, or, or ask for people to maybe stop and consider being that generous at another time of year, when would it be? I would consider going on our website and um, doing a monthly donation, whatever you can afford. So it breaks down throughout the year. Then I know budget-wise how many children I can feed. Oh, that's great. Great point. And how much is it that feeds one child for a month? Right now we have it at $40 a month to sponsor a child. And that's nothing. Priceless. That's really nothing to most people. That's what people spend on one dinner out. Yeah, even more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that everybody can really think about. How right. can you, how could you budget this in? Right. You know, just budgeting as, as extra groceries or something. Skip the Starbucks. Right. That's right. Those $5 coffees. Let's um, not, let's have four less of, would that be how many less a month? Eight less a month. Yep. And yeah. you can sponsor a child. That exactly. would be awesome. I think people could do that. I definitely <laughs> think so. And our program is much more than just food though, because we're mentoring the children and we're I, I think the food is just the icing on the cake for them. I think they just want to see us. Right. They want to have something to look forward to. They want to feel hopeful. Yes. Our events are like a carnival. Our monthly oh, events. Fun. We serve them a hot meal. Well, so can you dig into that a bit? Because I think the concept of the food and and people tend to think about donating food or maybe even donating clothes and stop with that. But when you say the mentoring, can you, can you dig in a little bit about what that is? Well, at our program, we have, um, a, we make it like a carnival. As I said, my hotel background, all the, all the tables are skirted. Everything's like high end. Right. We serve them in the dining area. They come to the buffet and they pick whatever food they want to eat. Oh, so you're inside like the... Um, outside. Everything's oh, outside. It's outside. 17 under foot U-Haul full of stuff to wow. set up and yeah. for them to enjoy. We have an inspiration center that the kids can do some crafts at or some adults can get some resources in the community or young adults can get counseling on to how they can get into certain colleges wow. or join the military. Love it. Career counseling. We have an if you need it store, and our our volunteers are like Nordstrom style representatives. We wait on the guests. That's where all your um, donated food, I mean clothing, and household items are, and they can pick what they need. Wow! And we help them pick things they need. You make sometimes it's special, like yeah. So it's not so humbling. Let me wait on you. Yes, like one of my volunteers will go. This shirt would look so cute on you. To break that ice instead of her needing the shirt, we're suggesting they would look great on her. Yeah. Or this color's great on you. Yes. Or, you know, a, a, something positive that they're exactly. giving to them. So it feels feel like a, a normal experience yeah. too, I would think. And well, we feel like a community when we're there. Right. And we start all holding hands and I talk about how we need to help each other out and we need to introduce ourselves to our neighbors because... Like in many neighborhoods, we don't know who our neighbors are anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even, you might wave to them when they're yeah. outside, but we don't get close to yeah. our neighbors anymore. We're kind of suspicious of everybody, I think, as, a, sad. as a people. You yeah. got to yeah. reach out. Yeah. And we, and we need to be, yeah, we need, this is what we need to be doing. Really. That's, that's driven by the sensationalism of our culture right now, sadly. Yeah. Unfortunately. And part of poverty is being kind of isolated. Yeah, yeah, from other people. So if they can join together with us, we're together. Right. We're not, oh, this group, 
and and they're here for us. No, we're I've told them we're family. Yeah. yeah. Because that's generally how I feel about them. Yeah. You're not yeah. just show, like we talked a little earlier, you're not just showing up to take a picture to no. say that you were there. No. Actually, you don't even tell anybody yeah. where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's important that you tell people, I think, for because we're doing this because we want to be able to tell other people like us who really wanted to get involved in the community. Right. I mean, I know if you really want to, you can find some way to get involved. But I think it's important to really know that who you're getting involved with is making a real impact because right. there's a lot of things. And we're going to talk about that a little later. Yep. You, you do have to be careful. I think when you're donating and stuff, cause you, you don't just want to throw some money out there or some stuff out there and it's not going to the right place. Right. You That's know? why I like to invite people. Yes. If they want to be my guest, they can come and shadow me during the events. So they can see what we're doing. Yeah. That's not a problem at all. Yeah. We have a limit, obviously, of how many visitors we can have at one event. But yeah. if they're interested, come shadow me. So what's your limit as far as how many people can come out and guess? Guess three. 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 Okay. But volunteers is... We have about 40 to 50 at every event. Okay. And the attendees are about 155. Oh, that's a lot. That's It's huge. That's great. So we're coming out to an event on April 28th. It'll yes. be our first one that yes. we've done. So right. we're excited to kind of Very. see what you are doing in the community. I think you'd see. be good in the farmer's market. What do you think? I love the farmer's. You know, that's what I volunteered to bring. because yes. Oh, she'll be. It's yeah. educational for many because they don't know what half the things and are. And being right. a health coach, I know how yes. important it is that they're lacking those things. And they're I mean, so expensive. Yes. So to be able to get some fresh fruit, fruits and veggies and let them know the importance here. This will make your brain better. You know, like yeah. just fun stuff like that, I think, to Sometimes to you play. have to kind of save their pride and just pack several different things up because they don't want to ask. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. And I'll coach you on that when you're there. Yeah. But yeah. it's just kind of a, we don't ask, we just give. Right. Just give them It's very stuff. humbling to have to say, of course. I need fresh fruit and vegetables, even though I work 40 hours a week. Yeah. yeah of course it is. Or if, if they've never had a certain fruit or vegetable. Yeah. And they don't even know what it is. Yeah. You know, you can, you know, encourage them. Oh, this you is can my favorite you, kind. You yeah. got to try this You one. can tell them how to make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fun for me. <laughs> so really quick, um, I'm going to jump off, you know, what we were have outlined and I just, in which we've been doing here, but, um, I think what I detect is there's sort of a fine line or a balance between making sure that people are aware to help and donate however they can and sort of broadcasting what you're doing to the point of seeming like you're doing it just for the attention. And you, you'd said that, um, you guys don't even say, you don't even, uh, you know, say where you are, what you're doing or whatever. So one of the goals I have from this is to sort of try to help besides us just coming and right. being involved, but is also to try to help drive up donations and drive up people that are, um, interested in helping. Um, so do you find that to be a challenge with? Yes, it is. Especially when I'm, it's like, we're a two person team here. We don't yeah. have staff we're all volunteers. Right. You would need a fundraising person. And, and I've been working so closely with the families lately right. that I've been losing my focus on working for fundraising. Yeah. Okay. Because so you're seeing have, their needs and you're, yes. you're um, several very families empathetic. Yeah. Working very close with to try to change their lives. Right. And what kind of, tell us what those families maybe are struggling with. I mean, you don't have to get too personal about who it is or whatever, but Helping them find jobs, helping them relocate, um, relocate. Okay. So um, I have a disabled person okay. that's on a very fixed income that has a very mm, credit score wise, not so great because of medical debt. Sure. And right now we're focused on relocating her to a healthier environment that she can okay. help with her health issues she has. Yeah. Because where she's living is right. is adding to those even more, and yes. it's just going to keep her. It's a snowball effect. That's mm -hmm. where right. someone to actually help you is, yeah, huge in a situation like that. So resources like maybe some place that could offer discounted rates on living. It, it, it's I mean, hard to find. In it's hard Florida. to find. Yeah, and that's the problem. That's thinking big. Like, oh, that would be an amazing thing. You need if somebody to earn twenty-one that. to twenty-two dollars an hour with a full-time job to be able to afford housing in Central Florida. Yeah. Wow. And what is our minimum wage? Eight. Less than that. 
Eight, even 25. If half, even if yeah. two people are working. Yeah. You're that's, always... That's some staggering numbers I've never even thought. I mean, I know it's reality. expensive, but I haven't broken it down yeah. per hour Especially like lately. Yeah. Because the rental rising. market boomed. Right. Yeah. Just rising. Apartments. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Right. We've and thought about it from the perspective of young people just getting started, but not from the perspective of, you know, struggling families, families. That are struggling. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of stuff is eye-opening for when you're just starting to want to get in, you know, we've been wanting to get involved for a long time, Yeah. but we keep saying it, saying it, saying it, when are you going to do it? Right. You know, so this was kind of our way of holding ourselves accountable. Well, be careful to the though. community. Be careful guys. Once yeah. you come, you're not going to want to not come back. We yeah. don't want to. <laughs> That's, I'm good with that. Well, we're yeah. doers. We're not right. we're yeah. dreamers and doers. Yeah. yeah. I call our team the dream team. Oh, it's That's appropriate. Good because we just take action. Yeah. That's good. No promises. Yeah. But we take action. It's all about making that day great for them. Right. Might be the last time we see them. Right. But they're uh, going to have a, a they're going to have a positive memory. Hopeful moment. Hopeful. Lift them up. Yeah. And you have hope capitalized a couple times on oh, your yeah. website. So that oh, yeah. is kind of your theme. It is. It's your theme. That's why we get up every day. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that's, I, I, I was going to sort of go into that as we were closing, but I, I, I feel like that, um, not to sound all metaphysical and mushy or whatever, but I feel like, oh, oh, go go there, go well, no, I was just going to say, I honestly <laughs> believe that that's sort of a fundamental aspect of getting out of a bad situation. There's, there's the, the physical stuff that we know everybody needs help that we're discussing and talking about what we can do. But the hope part, if you just lost all hope, it's to, in my mind, it's very hard to receive help. Yeah. Your hope and your focus when you're living in poverty, mm -hmm. it's yeah. hard to focus sure. so because you're living in, an, in a yeah. emergency zone. Right. Yeah. Every right. day is just trying to survive. Yes. Right. So yes. There's nothing else to think about yeah. except for And then survival. your children sometimes transcribe that as, oh, this is how life is. Yeah. yeah. Their dreams aren't big. We've met little kids that they don't dream big. Right. So it, it makes it even harder for them. I mean, you hear stories about people that have come from poverty and become huge, but none of them without having the, the sort of the mental, um, path of, of having hope and holding on to hope and believing they can be something bigger. So it is, that's what I mean by the snowball effect is that it's almost like once you're in that situation, it's harder than just the physical environment you're in. Right. Do you want me to get personal? Sure. Sure. About 14 years ago, I broke my neck. Right. And a woman came to visit me. They were bringing meals. I had two newborns at the time. Maybe it was more than 14 years. I don't want to age myself. But anyway, <laughs> and um, she told me I was feeling pretty down at that time, mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. Big Aspen collar, two babies, and... My husband's job at the time with his company was sold and, you know, the insurance was going down, but her words wasn't the food. It wasn't anything. It was her words that lifted me up. And she told me, wow, you survived that accident. God has big plans for you. That's cool. And I was at my wits end that day, Yeah. but she gave me hope. Gotcha. And that sustained me for the next year of healing and kept me driven to make sure everybody feels that hope. Wow. Hope is powerful. Sure. Yeah. Hope can change things. Dream, yeah. believe, achieve. I like that. It has um, to go all to go together. Yeah, yeah, I do too. So that is, she positively, through her volunteer, because she was just a volunteer, she's, right? She still volunteers for us. She, in, she, she volunteers was, for I you? didn't even know her. She was a stranger. Oh my gosh. From and, an organization at a church. She just came by. So wow. she found you in the hospital and she was volunteering her no, time. Her church sent, um, oh. it was a women's group. Okay. They started bringing yeah. meals to me and my family. Very cool. And then, so how did she start volunteering with Bags of Hope? As did she just I found you? As soon as I like, started it, we became friends immediately. She was like okay. family. So you stayed in contact with we her. We did. Okay, cool. And she inspires me. Anytime I'm feeling like, oh, I call her. She gives you that hope again, Barb right? Barb Dini. <laughs> Hello, Barb. <laughs> Oh, you called her out by name. Yeah, yes. I sure did. I'm calling her out. She's my angel. She volunteers wow. with us. She's That's amazing. Awesome. Wow. She was out in the woods with me. 
Oh, when you first started getting out. Now, have you built up that trust again in that community? Community we're serving now, after two years of being there, Mm -hmm. we finally broke the ice. We're there. And it takes takes a long time. And I get it. Is Don't we be, all have trust yeah. issues? Okay, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is that what it is? Just the, yeah. the distrust? Well, yeah. Some they get, they get into the system. And sometimes the system is very difficult. And therefore, they don't rely on things. They just are used to being disappointed. I was going to say probably a lot of broken promises. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody says they're going to do something. We've and- come in the rain, pouring Rain. And you're still there. Of course. Yes. Unless there's a hurricane, they know we're coming because we've been consistent every time we say we're coming. Right. So you do an event once a month. One big event. One big event once a month. Right. You're at the bus stops every Friday. Every single Friday. You um, you used to do the school pantry, but we're just doing the school. We decided to focus on going right to the need. I love it. Because the school programs were restricted with time. Sure. I mean, we need time. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're seeing the kids at school and they got to get back to class yeah. and it's, you want time to interact with them a little more. Direct access. Yeah. And we're at the heart. We can meet the family. We can see the entire situation when we're at mm-hmm. where they are. Yes. Right. And see if there's needs that maybe you wouldn't have thought about had you right. had a chance to see them. Yeah. And yeah. plus kids don't always know how to tell you what their needs are. They don't. Because what that's normal to them, what they're kind of going through. So they don't really know how to tell you what they actually need Most in the home. of the people won't ask. They won't ask. So you, we just... You have to the, see it. Yeah. And you just have to just give, like you said. Just yeah. here you go. No judging. Yeah. Yeah, of course. No, no judging. Yeah. That's important. So any other big events that you do throughout the year besides the one a month? Is there things you do around the holidays? Is there... Well, our holiday events will be big. Yeah. Um, We serve a homemade Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, that's awesome. And actually many people have come and said they haven't had a dinner with people that felt like family in years. And they can't believe we make the food. Wow. They They think it's just like... Bought from the store. Yeah. Heated up. Oh, I thought this was catered because remember, I have that hotel background. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's all chafing dishes. It looks it looks like a catered event. Wow. Yes. Oh, and, that's awesome. And the people that run our cafe, I call it the cafe. Yeah. It has a menu board and everything. But um, you'll see. Oh, I'm excited. But they I'm love excited. it. And they're yeah. waited on. There's a dining staff that go oh. and say, do you want some more of anything? And no, no, no. You sit down. I'll go get it. Oh, this is oh, great. that's great. How often do they get that? Yeah. Right. Some, some never have. Yeah. And then our Christmas event, it's huge. For the kids, sometimes that, that is their Christmas holiday event. Yes. Santa actually came last year on a fire truck. Oh, it was I a saw surprise those to me too. Oh. <laughs> I thought there was a fire. <laughs> but my amazing husband, Mark, um, made those arrangements with Santa himself. <gasps> And have wow. a little surprise for everybody. Yeah, it sure was. Oh, that is <laughs> wow. awesome. That is awesome. I know. I saw those pictures. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we hand out cool. blankets and new pajamas and a little gift from Santa for each for- child. Not toys. A little gift card so they can go and get what they want. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. I do too. You don't want to be pressured to figure out who wants what when you don't no. know who's coming. Right. No. How many people do you normally have at that event? Close to 200, I would say. A lot of people at that one. Yeah. yeah. And the Thanksgiving one, too? Yes. 150 I'm, to 200. I'm ready for that one. That one. Yeah, me too. I'm ready to do some home cooking, some healthy cooking, too, the, the, for them. When we lack the most help is during the summer. So remember <laughs> that. I think that's been a theme. it's hot. Yeah, summertime. And we're outside. And people go on vacation, and that's where their thoughts are. Kids and are out of school. that's where the kids need the most help because they don't have school. Yeah. yeah. So they have the whole week where they still need to eat. Yeah. Right. So you're still going, what are you doing in the summertime? We'll still have our um, monthly event. Okay. We're having a little challenge with figuring out how we can do something weekly because it's not an environment where the kids are allowed to go outside. Yes. And the parents are working, so they stay inside, inside or at a daycare or with a babysitter, etc. So we're still trying to tweak that area out. We will come up with something. We were thinking about a picnic in the, out in the grassy yeah. area and making sure all the parents knew. 
that the kids are yeah. coming out. Maybe go by pairs and pick them up. I, I will have to yeah. figure it out. We'll have to dream it up and do it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, is there any type of like little delivery service you could do to the, the rooms that you know families are in need? I could. I have some. I have a few residents actually now that volunteer with us, so I can find oh, out cool. which family. Yes, can you believe that? Oh, That's wow. pretty amazing. It, oh, and not even just the volunteering. Some of the residents just help us break the whole thing down. Wow. wow. And load it all in the truck. Well, that just shows their compelled. appreciation and their, yeah, it's that contagious spirit. It is. Right. You know, once you do it, how many people are watching and who's going to take that and do something with it? And then yeah. how many people are going to watch them? And is that going to just continue and continue and continue? Yeah. You yeah. know, could you imagine that just multiplying and multiplying? I've That's even what had we family need. say, there's only one bag left. She needs it more than I do. So oh, I'm going to give that bag. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that is very cool. Well, we're really looking forward to do it, to, to joining you and uh, participating in it. Uh, I have to be honest though. Yeah. I've, I have never, I've never, you know, I've, I've donated my time here and there, but I've never been so directly involved with people in need. So I imagine it's a pretty emotional event. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. It, no, there's no crying. It's full of joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But emotional. Feel like, like, oh, yeah. yeah. You, you come right. home and you're drained. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, no, I meant in a positive way. In a good way. way. Yeah. 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 Yeah, emotionally drained. and yeah, Because you give all you have. Yeah. Right. That's exciting. While you're there. Wow. Well, we're, we're very excited to be part of it. And we'll also put information on the site related to this uh, episode of where people can find out more information and yes. Yeah, so can where help. can they find more information on our website? Yes. What's that? www.bohcfl.com. Bohcfl.com. Or they awesome. can visit us on Facebook too. www.facebook.com slash bohcfl. Awesome. And all the events are posted there too. Yes. So you can see what's coming up and exactly. you can head out to help. Sounds great. Or donate. Yes. Or come to a we plant need corporate sale. sponsors. Yeah. We yeah. Just just get involved. However Sounds you great. can. Yeah. Right? And be kind. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about this. And uh I feel more educated and I'm even more excited now to go do it. So what's the um one thing I want to know, what are the, what's the little station you guys are doing for the kids to kind of interact? Because you said you do like a craft table or something. We have an inspiration station. Okay. And there's a craft going on in there. And there's books for the kids to take home to read. And then there's a career center with some mentors there. And then there's people that just are there to talk to anybody that needs to talk. Cool. And are books something you can donate to? Is that yes. a good donation? Actually, books from for children to adults because there's a lot of elderly people that, that like want to read. Sure. Or more mature people that like to read. That, oh, yes. Mature. Mature. Because that's how we want to be called. Right. I was just thinking that sounds like me wanting to read. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. That would be a great gift. Yeah. It's idea. a great escape. I say gift because it's a gift. We're giving yeah. a gift. It's therapeutic. Right? Yes. All right. Rhonda. All right. Bags Thanks. of Hope. Central Florida. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank you for coming on. We'll see you in a few weeks. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back in just a few minutes. So hang tight. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We're so happy that you were able to join us for Rhonda's interview. That's right. And she wasn't able to stay. So we're going to go right into our information station. But we thank her so much for coming on. And um, we look forward to helping out at the April 28th event. Can't wait. Um, So sticking to to our theme of the month, um, I wanted to talk about how helping is contagious. Like it has actually been proven that it's contagious. What do I mean by that? So there was a study done at Harvard that showed that selfless acts can actually influence others. Well, not surprising. Not surprising, right? But this was really cool. Just one person on average can influence by three degrees. So that one person doing an act of volunteering or donating some money or whatever it is, whatever selfless act that they're, they're doing that, that giving spirit that they're having. Right. One person influences three. That's what this study brought out. Sure. So I was trying to like 
think of how that number can grow and grow and grow and grow. Right. So let's say you have 10 people. Yep. Each of them, 10 people is going to influence 30 people. 33 people. So 10 times three is 30. Right. Right. Now they, those 30 people multiply that by three, then that's 90 people that are giving or sharing or volunteering because they were influenced by those people that they saw. And then multiply that 90 by another three, and that's 270 people. And we go on, and that's 810 people. And then we multiply that, and it's 2,430 people. So see how this can just grow and grow and really just become contagious, right? Um, So I was thinking to think of how that number got bigger and bigger and bigger every time that you give of yourself whether it's financially or just of your time, just think of how you may affect others, you know, the effect that you may have just even in, you know, a small area and that we definitely need more kind of this contagion in the world instead of the stuff that's going on. (laughs) Well, that's a good point. That's really only five iterations of it that you, and that puts it in perspective for me. I'm not like a math whiz, but the, only five iterations of it bring you from 10 to 2,430. So when you think about it that way, yeah, I almost think of it like five different instances or events that happen can, can multiply that fast. And I, you know, all science aside, it absolutely makes sense to me because when you see people doing that stuff, doesn't it make you want to, especially if it's somebody you know? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. if it's a friend of yours. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you think of... You know, we've talked about how technology is so easy to give, right? But when you see something on Facebook of somebody that you directly know or a friend directly knows them and they're reaching out to the Facebook community to maybe give to a cause for what somebody's suffering or, you know, going through, maybe they lost their home to a fire. It does. When you see your friends posting and giving it makes you want to do it too of course. so that definitely shows that it does have um a ripple effect yeah right it, it it passes along right it's like positive peer pressure almost i love it me too yeah so that the article that i got that from i'll right. definitely post that on on uh on our page yeah of course our, our what our website yeah well you can post it in the podcast description link as well as the uh the website and I agree with you. I, I, I think helping others is reciprocal. I, again, even without the science, um, it's almost self-serving as, as you mentioned in the last episode, but it, you know, we know it reduces stress, but for me, it just seems like life gets easier and, and better when you're, you're spending a lot of your extra time helping others. Um, and you know, we don't want to go negative, but Something I think we should at least point out is that you really have to do your due diligence to make sure you're protecting yourself and make sure that your generosity is being applied um, because there's so many scams out there. And I know I'm a little bit of a research nut and I'm that annoying person on Facebook that says, oh, that was a hoax. Yeah. But <laughs> but honestly, a good the- thing to have someone like that. Sometimes, yeah. Um, but I but I think in the spirit of making sure that your charity and your donation is legit, there are some resources out there. And we'll post these links as well. But there's charitywatch.org, www.charitywatch.org. Mm-hmm. There's also www.charitynavigator.org. They rate different charities and foundations on things like how big the charity itself is, the scope and the size of it, the reported revenue and expenses of them, and how much of your dona- your donation will actually go towards the cost and how much of it will go towards overhead. There's management information in there. Anyway, all kinds of performance metrics and stuff, but they also report uh, nonprofits that abuse, that have been sort of exposed for mm-hmm. abusing the system. Um, and a lot of these reporting tools are focused on larger charity organizations. If you want to verify some of the smaller ones, you, you really just have to go to an event and see how they perform. And you kind of have to go with your gut sometimes in the same way that you might go with your gut if you're going to give someone money on the corner. Um, you know, so you can only do so much research. You have to go with your gut, but whenever that's an option, uh, those are the websites to go to. 
among others, but those are the big ones. For me, though, I think some basic steps you can always follow to protect yourself to make the right decisions is don't rush, don't feel pressured. Um, you don't have to donate over the phone if you've ever gotten the call to donate money. Yeah. Um, there's some pressure there usually. You know, you can always go through the website. If someone calls you and says, we're collecting money for whatever, you can go to the website and donate. You don't have to do it on the phone. And do not trust caller ID for this stuff because some of the scammers have figured out how to use uh, to mimic a number from an actual legitimate place. Um, and definitely verify the name of the charity because scammers have also used very similar names for sort of brand familiarity. Yes. And, you know, do your research. I hate to sound like that. Yeah. but And I think it's important. I mean, you have a giving spirit. You want to make sure that that money is just being used for what you're giving it for. For the people that need that it. Yeah. People aren't using other, other suffering to, you know advance themselves in some way. So yep. just be careful. No, I agree. Yeah. There's another website out there. It's uh, www.consumer.ftc.gov. And I will uh, publish the full length of that on the uh, podcast description as well. So anyway, just, just not to go negative, super positive, you know, giving um, sort of spirit here, but just to make sure you protect yourself. And really, if you think about it, it's also protecting the people that you're trying to help. Because yeah. if it's just going to a scammer or overhead or to a, some somebody's profit margin, then it's not really helping anyway. That's right. So anyway, as we wrap up another episode of It's All Fine and Danji, I want to give a shout out to a place called Mimi's Community Theater in Montverde. Am I saying that right? Montverde. Montverde. There's a, there's an E on the end. So <laughs> anyway, Montverde. It is the coolest little place. Um, the cast there is great. The vibe there. It's very intimate. It's nonprofit. And everyone is there because they love acting and they love theater. So we're planning to have Mimi herself and some of the cast on in the future. Um, I believe the, the uh, Mimi is that her actual name is Lorraine. Um and uh, anyway, I'm really excited about having them on uh, yeah. at some point. But uh, I highly encourage you to go check this place out. The uh, the the vibe in there is just really cool. And I had gone there for a, a relative was taking part in it. So I went and saw the same play probably four times. And it was awesome every time. So oh, that's uh, cool. anyway, I highly encourage you to go there and check it out. And more information on uh, Mimi's Community Theater is coming up. Also, I'll be at a local Apopka book club signing this coming weekend at Garibaldi's in Apopka. Um, so Amanda, if you're listening, I'm looking forward to meeting with your book club, discussing in the dark and signing copies on Saturday evening. If, uh, anyone's in the area and wants to drop by, I know some of the folks over at the Apopka rants, raise reviews and news are going to drop by, but, uh, really looking forward to that event. And also in June, I'll be going to the Apopka women's club book club to do something similar. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. And since I mentioned the Apopka rants, raise reviews and news, I wanted to do a shout out to them as well. There's lots of Facebook groups, but this one is easy to find because it's the only one with over 17,000 members. It's by far the largest and most relevant Facebook community group in Apopka. There's info in there about local businesses, schools, restaurants, things like local events, local news. There's even stuff in there like lost pets and such. It's a very active community. Please go check it out and uh, and go talk to our friends over at the, as they call it, the A-R-R-R-N. I, I always forget to put an R in there, but that's the Apopka Rants, Raves, Reviews, and News. It reminds me of a pirate. <laughs> a pirate. Arm. Nice, nice. That's how I remember it. And I want to give a shout out to the King Grove Organic Farm oh, where we very picked cool. our fresh blueberries not strawberries if anybody watched the bloopers <laughs> um you can check them out at www.kinggrove.com and it's blueberry season through may yep. and then we have a coupon for a free pound of blueberries and we will take all the calls and emails from this podcast and through, we'll take them through the weekend yep, to perfect. give everybody time to listen and, and either call or email us. And you just need to tell us the name of the farm that I just mentioned. That's right. And then we will um, get you your free pound of blueberries 
organic picked right off the bush. Amazing. And they're so good. Yes. And then, of course, I wanted to shout out once again today's guest, Rhonda Sandalin with Bags of Hope, oh, Central indeed. Florida. Yep. She was awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. Uh, she was awesome. And the foundation itself is great. Yeah. So April 28th, we're going to be out in an event. Um, and so if you listen and you live local, I, me and Dan would like to collect, um, farmer's market items for that event on the 28th. And I could pick those items up the, either the 26th or 27th. So they are fresh because we like to provide, um, Rhonda likes to provide like a farmer's market atmosphere yep. at this. That's great. Where people can actually pick up fresh fruits, fruits and veggies because so many people do just give canned goods and, and box foods and stuff because yep. it lasts longer. Sure. But anybody that's willing to donate, I will pick those up from you either the 26th or 27th so that um, we can bring some fresh fruit and veggies there. Excellent. And or I thought books would be cool too because she does like a little book stand area. Adult books or kids' books, lightly, gently used or brand new. Great. Um, so that somebody else can, you know, enjoy some books that maybe can't, you know, can't afford to pick them up themselves. Of course. So I thought that was cool. Yep. So. We'll definitely bring some Yeah, some just books. message yep. us, get a hold of us. We can make arrangements for that. And if you want to make a monetary donation, you can do that at the Bags of Hope Central Florida website, of course. Um, give that directly to them and the information will be on our our website as well. Yep. And remember those numbers that you can call in to win your free blueberries or make donations um, or arrange for a pickup. It's going to, you can call us 407-490-3899. Leave us a detailed message or email us at feedback at fineanddangy.com. Danji is D-A-N-J-E-E. We want to hear from you. Please let us know your thoughts issues that you're having in the community that you need some help solving. Yep. We want to try to brainstorm how we can help. Um, any questions, suggestions, or something on the show that you just want to talk about. It can be fun. It can be serious. Whatever you want. And we'll try to play your voicemail on the air if you'd like it to be. Um, or address your topic on the air. So we really hope that you're enjoying our show as much as we are in doing it so yes, far. Yes, indeed. And please help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to us. That'll yep. help keep us going. Indeed. And uh, social media yep. for all of us is fine and dangy. That's D-A-N-J-E-E. Basically, all the social media out there, you can find us under that. What can you do today to make a difference in somebody else's life? It can be the smallest thing. So just right. think of how you can reach out and have a helping hand and make a difference. That's right. And as as I say, you know, if you're having a hard time, please know you're not alone. We've all got real struggles. It's great to talk about this stuff. If you don't have anybody to talk to about it, then uh, give us a call or email and, and we will definitely respond. There's really no value in suffering alone. We've all done it and, and it's, uh, there's no reason for it. Yeah. And of course, we want to remind you that at the end of the day, it's, it's all, all fine and, and dandy. dandy. No, we're both doing it. That's great. I've never said it before, just the two of us like that.